Welcome to WTF, What the Frequency, a podcast that drops the 5D downloads for the current cosmic conditions. Every two weeks, I share with you the frequencies emanating from the cosmos and how to powerfully align with them in your everyday life. Now, I am your host, Shannon Marie McMurray, your Galactic Girl Scout guide to the cosmos. Welcome to a new lunar cycle of the zodiac year of 2020. This is the second lunar cycle, and it's being brought to you by the frequency of Taurus. The sun, moon, and Uranus are creating a stellium of energy from three to six degrees in the sign of Taurus. Now the earth opposite the sun and moon is appearing with a trans-Pluto planet named Apollon at three degrees Scorpio. And this completes this lunar cycle's vibration. This lunation starts on Earth Day, April 22nd, and takes you through May 21st, 2020. Now, there is a lot happening in the energetic imprint of this Taurus lunar cycle. You're going to be watching out for four, yes, that's right, four planets going retrograde, plus the natal wave of destiny. The nodal wave of destiny is shifting from Cancer Capricorn to Gemini Sagittarius during this lunar cycle too. Now, the new moon in Taurus occurring on April 22nd is carrying the seeds for your next stage of evolutionary growth. You are being invited to embody into a new and higher level of being. The looking glass of the Taurus lunar chart reveals so much beauty. It's almost too much to take in all at once. It's like when you come out of the dark and into the light and your eyes have to adjust. So it's going to take a moment to be able to absorb all the beauty that's available. But let's start with the basics. The new moon in Taurus is occurring April 22nd, 2020 at 7.26 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. This is known as the Dryad's New Moon. It's occurring this year at 3 degrees, 24 minutes, Taurus. I want you to look for that spot in your natal chart. Do you have any planets within 3 degrees of that? or any other planets at three degrees, because they'll be making an exact alignment to this particular energetic imprint. Now, if you don't know your natal chart, or maybe just brand new to astrology, I want you to definitely connect with me so that I can help you get your chart and learn how to read it. You can go to lunarladies.com to check out how to do that. Now, this lunar cycle in Taurus is in the first decan of Taurus. So that means it's full-blooded Taurus, double-double. It's an earth sign and a fixed quality, which means the, the frequency is about being grounded, rooting, magnetic, and fertile. So watch out, ladies. <laughs> Taurus is the second sign of the zodiac wheel and empowers the Aries life force to grow and become beautiful and bountiful. Taurus rules the second house in the zodiac chart. And the second house has to do with your self-worth, your values, your worthiness, your safety, your security, and your possessions in the form of financial resources. Taurus is ruled by the planet Venus, and Venus is the spiritual director of Gaia. 
So also, as you take a look at your natal chart, look for your natal Venus to see what she's up to and how you can direct this energy more deeply through the feminine. Let's move on to the new moon on April 22nd, happening on the beautiful new, hopefully global holiday called Earth Day. And this Earth Day is happening at the anniversary degree of Chiron's discovery in 1977. Now, Chiron is a planetary asteroid body, right? So it was discovered in 1977. So we look at Chiron's moment of discovery to see where was it in the cosmos, and it was at three degrees Taurus. So that brings a lot of new another layer of meaning onto this particular lunar cycle because it's happening at the discovery degree. Now, I like to utilize the clairvoyant power of the Sabian symbols to reveal even greater understanding of the mysteries of the event charts for each lunation. I also use this power to do my astrology readings for my clients. I love to look at their symbols because they tell a story that is beyond the imagination. It's so cool. And it's coming direct from the psyche. Now, the Sabian symbol for the three-degree Taurus new moon is... Are you ready? <laughs> One of my most favorite symbols. It's a pot of gold at the end of a rainbow. So close your eyes for a moment and just imagine a beautiful rainbow. And at the end of that rainbow is a pot of gold. And when you see this and really feel this, what do you feel inside yourself? Are you a leprechaun now dancing for joy? <laughs> Basically, that's what happens to me. So the Taurus new moon and sun are appearing as this Sabian symbol, and it carries a very powerful vibration. Now, remember when we started the 2020 zodiac year at four degrees Aries, the year this year longs to fly as a triangle with wings. So sitting at the discovery point of the wounded healer, Chiron, this pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, that it's, an, it's sharing with you and sharing with us that an ascension process is taking form and a lot of healing is happening. Chiron, now traveling in the sign of Aries, is ushering in the east wind that blows, that blows a woman's hat with streamers. So close your eyes again for a moment and imagine a woman with a beautiful, possibly like an Easter or spring hat, with streamers and the wind comes and the streamers begin to lift and dance blowing in the wind. So this is another indication that when strong winds blow, things change. The new moon and sun cycle is conjunct with Uranus and Uranus is the planet of great awakenings. And this gives the Taurus 2020 lunation a big kapow lightning bolt of energy to help wake up the energy in the mass psyche. Uranus calls through the timelines as a woman of Samaria coming to draw water from the well. I love the Sabian symbol for this current Uranus degree at six degrees Taurus. It is the woman of Samaria coming to draw water from the well. And, you know, I grew up in a Irish Catholic family, and I remember in Catholic grade school, I loved the woman of Samaria. I just don't know. I loved that story. And so I was super stoked to see it show up in this lunar cycle. So Uranus is opening the way through our crown chakra, 
our higher mind that beholds the energy or that can hold the frequency of Christ consciousness. And so this image of, and the story of the woman of Samaria coming to draw water, meaning consciousness, from a well is sharing with us that Christ consciousness is available to the masses. This is a high frequency shift that comes to replace the old world order of fear and lack. This change is coming to bring in a new world order based on universal love and not the control one that everybody's afraid of. <laughs> so this is a new world order based on universal love, unconditional love, divine, supreme, source creation type love. And according to one of my favorite teachers is Dane Rudyar. And he says about this degree, the highest meets the lowest when this lowest is free from traditional bonds and is open to love. The creative future descends first to that which has become chaos. And hello, we're in some chaos, right? Around here on, in, on planet Earth 2020. <laughs> he goes on to say, an old order is never opened to a new revelation until it has accepted disorder in the name of that power which subsumes all forms of order, i.e. love. So it's a surrendering to love that is our ascension process. Now, another transpersonal planet named Cupid is coming also into play with this lunar cycle. The, our inner Eros beckons the angel of the body of peace to appear before us during this lunation. Now, the angel of the body of peace is a gift for all those who love and protect Mother Earth. That's why we came here to this planet as souls. This angel is known as Layla and is one of the 72 names of God that blesses you with the power of silence and peace. Layla helps shift your attention to the calm beauty that relieves anxiety. Again, that's what that this chaotic frequency is about. It's about our anxieties and our fears on a collective level. Call upon Layla to grant you the peace of silence, the calm of physical beauty, and the wisdom of your hopes and dreams. Angels are here to help intervene on our behalf and on the behalf of the greater good. So harness this magnetic power by grounding your energy every day. This is a Taurus magical elixir. Ground your energy. Fixate and focus on your gratitude and your values. And do this now through May 21st. Your mantra is, I love what I have, and I have what I love. The moon nourishes your internal self with emotional worthiness and wants to store this energy for the future. That's what Taurus loves to do, likes to store things for future forms. Taurus is sustaining long-term growth, so definitely be stocking up on your supplies. The sun, on the other hand, grows your external self, to be strong, powerful, and long-lasting, strong like a mountain. Taurus is slow-moving energy and is not really interested in rushing to experience the beauty of life. Taurus is Earth energy at the geologic time frequency, very slow and slow. 
So, you know, before I get ahead of myself and paying due homage to Taurus, let's review (laughs) what new moons are first, especially if you're new to this podcast. What are new moons? New moons are the time of the month when new beginnings take place. Just like a seed that sprouts, new moons are the quiet time when life can conceive of itself again and again. New moons need quiet time, just like newborn babies need quiet time. So be quiet, still, and deep. Go deep within yourself during the week of the new moon. This is how you energetically align yourself with the power of initiating something new in your life. It's not the time to run around crazy. It's the time to move slowly, as if you carry a newborn baby in your arms. It's quiet, soft, and sacred. Remember to have let yourself be born first. Take your baby steps first during this week of slowing down and get your fundamentals down. The wax on, wax off. It leads you to mastery. Once you do this, then you can definitely fly into action. Taurus energy is about growing the emotional body and nurturing your needs from within. This is really important, especially as we make these big shifts and changes in 2020. This is where we develop self-reliance and inner security. How we do this is through honoring our worth and our value. Honor and acknowledge it and focus your creative energies on what you are grateful for. This is definitely a lunar cycle to do that 21 days of gratitude for sure. Have the whole family do it. Write what you're grateful for every day and put it in a a gratitude jar. Read them at the end of the week. Share with each other what you value. This will help be nourishing soul food on your dinner tables. Taurus energy emanates from Mother Earth. We are reliant on the fertility and resources of Mother Earth to feed us, to clothe us, and to shelter us. Personal possessions and financial resources are highlighted during the zodiac sign of Taurus and its placement in the second house of of your natal chart. This material experience in the physical world is completed by expanding into the octave of Taurus with its dance partner, Scorpio, who rules the eighth house. Scorpio and the eighth house bring forth the energies of desire and sharing your resources with others, as well as others sharing their resources with you. Now let's take a look at the four lunar mansions and archetypes of this Taurus lunar cycle. We start off with the Dryad's moon appearing in the lunar mansion known as the palace. So here, this beautiful new moon, this beautiful Dryad, which is the spirit of the trees, residing in the great palace. Next week in the first quarter moon, the moon moves into the archetype of the actor and enters into the lunar mansion known as Fortuna. That sounds nice. At the full moon, we have the priestess moon appear in the lunar mansion called the sacrifice. That should be interesting. So definitely listen to my full moon podcast. And then we wrap up this Taurus lunar cycle with the third quarter moon appearing in Aquarius known as the heretics moon. And the heretic's moon comes to the lunar mansion known as the upper spout. And this is the uh, upper realms. Like if you were doing a shamanic journey, it'd be the upper world. So as I share with you the names of the moon and the lunar mansions in which they appear, what do you feel? 
when you allow yourself to observe what you already know about these realms. Don't try to figure it out from the, from the left brain, but really open your right brain and just listen and feel. Take all this information into account so that you can merge and align with this 2020 version of the Taurus Lunar Cycle. Here are five more things to be aware of. The Taurus New Moon and Sun are bringing the energy of Christ Sophia consciousness to live in harmony with Mother Earth. So this is embodying in each one of us. And then we take this new ascension type awareness and we live in harmony on the planet with Mother Earth and all sentient beings. Chiron, the wounded healer, is activating your ascension program, really the process for you to become embodied in this form. Uranus is awakening that Christ consciousness by opening your crown chakra. Saturn is clearing karmic debris from the fall of Atlantis. Venus and Mars, our inner feminine and inner masculine, are dancing together to the tune of the music of the spheres to accelerate your future love timeline. Use the power of your mind to focus on the positive that brings love closer to you, the kind of love that you dream of. And finally, the angel Layla grants you the peace of silence, the calm of physical beauty, and the wisdom of your hopes and dreams. Now, I'm finding this pretty darn exciting. How about you? So along with the timing of this Taurus lunar cycle from April 22nd through May 21st, there are other things happening in our cosmic neighborhood. Hold on to your hats, folks. <laughs> I've got those four planets and that nodal wave of destiny changing their tune for you this, this lunar cycle. So check this out and mark them on your calendars. On April 25th, Pluto, the planet of soul, is going retrograde on the crescent moon in Cancer known as the Mother's Sun. So Pluto, now dancing in the sign of Capricorn, is sitting in opposition to the crescent Cancer moon. And so we're getting this opportunity for the Mother's Sun to be released from old bonds and chains that have been holding that frequency down. Next, the nodal wave of destiny. This is where we are going as a collective into the frequency of Gemini and to unravel the past karmic patterns and conditions in the sign of Sagittarius. This happens on May 6th and we'll enjoy this space and help and be helped through it for the next 18 months. Now on May 10th, following the post full moon, the priestess moon, our good buddy Saturn goes retrograde. Two days later, on May 12th, Venus, the goddess of love and our inner feminine, goes retrograde on the disseminating Capricorn moon known as Grandfather's Moon. So look for the grandfather energy to help out Venus, who's going retrograde in Gemini, the child. And then finally, Jupiter goes retrograde on May 14th right at the time of the third quarter Aquarius heretics moon. So Jupiter will be going retrograde in Capricorn, heading back towards Pluto, and then gearing up for what he needs to release before making that winter solstice alignment with Saturn. That's going to be really interesting. So the theme is, as you experience this opportunity to evolve, Mother Earth, Gaia, is preparing to shift timelines from the third dimension of past, present, future to the five, the fifth dimension plus is what I like to call it, which is living in unconditional love and universal harmony. 
And we have the Sabian symbol, a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow to tell us that, yes, you are heading towards the fifth dimension and beyond. Chrysophia wisdom within the Gaia world is here to assist you to make that happen and is appearing as the woman of Samaria at the well who Jesus revealed to this woman who he really was. He didn't even reveal who he was to the apostles, but he told this woman of Samaria who was gathering water from the well that he was the Messiah. So symbolically, this is really powerful that this Christ Sophia type wisdom is revealed through the feminine. So definitely be tuning in and tuning up your inner feminine. Saturn and Uranus, new embodiment and the power of the mind at this pivotal time. Now, what's really interesting about Saturn and Uranus is they are both the rulers of Aquarius. And where are we heading as a collective into the age of Aquarius? So Saturn says, go back in time with me to when I was the ruler, which is really old. <laughs> and it, to me, it goes back to the time of Atlantis when we had our last golden age. He says, let's clear up old debris from that timeline because we're not taking it with us in this new modern uh, golden age where Uranus is the ruler, the planet of great awakenings. We must unwind the past and release the fall of Atlantis because if you think about it, in the last 150 years, roughly the, the industrial age, we have repeated the same themes of the Atlantean fall. And it shows up in forms like artificial intelligence, cloning, uh, GMOs, all kinds of things that are happening, whether the public is aware of them or not. They are still in play happening uh, at the level of history repeating itself. Now, when we look at their Sabian symbols for this lunar cycle, they're showing us that it comes in the form of unexpected storms and floods. And when you look at the fall of Atlantis, what made Atlantis fall? It was a continent that sank. What did it sink into? Water. Here we have unexpected storms and floods. So we take this into our microscope to look at, okay, what does this really mean? What do I need to do? And if you were alive as a soul at the time of Atlantis, tune into those past life memories to see like, what can I learn from that life? Maybe I'm here to give gifts. Maybe I'm here to uh, release karma. Maybe I'm here to help make sure that does not happen again. Who knows? It's, only, it's up to each one of us to see what that mystery holds from within. Make anew, grow new fields of flowers, honor the earth new celebrations, and new holidays. See the earth as sacred ground everywhere you go. And so the Taurus lunar cycle is saying, uh, and with the earth showing up uh, at three degrees Scorpio, when you look at, when you uh, read the blog post, it tells the Sabian symbol of a youth um, uh, with, uh, with a lighted candle during a ritual. And so what that Sabian symbol is telling us is that we're here to create new holidays, new celebrations, new rituals, new symbols. And notice how during this quarantine lockdown is all of our celebrated ways of coming together as a, a modern society are canceled. Sports, uh, birthday parties, all these types of things are now not, no longer being celebrated this year because we can't come together as a community. And so the earth says, let's make new holidays. And I'm going to give you the first new holiday to celebrate, and it's Earth Day. And in my opinion, my humble opinion, I think we should make Earth Day every day. And that's honoring the earth, 
uh, at taking care of her, being a steward, seeing everywhere you go as sacred ground. And when you get to my blog post, there's a really interesting thing that popped up when I was looking at the lunar chart. Sometimes I get a clear audience message and I'm like, why am I hearing this particular tune or this uh, line of a movie or line of uh, poetry? So what I heard was something wicked this way comes. So you'll definitely go to lunarladies.com and read about that. But basically, it's about being aware and learning from the story of Macbeth and Ray Bradbury's novel of the same name, Something Wicked This Way Comes. I'm telling you to mark your calendars for certain dates coming up because these are dates that have a lot of energy around them. First one is October 23rd, which is when the Ray Bradbury's novel is set in. June 21st is the summer solstice. Pluto's karmic return, 27 degrees Capricorn, and Pluto's opposition, 20 or uh, Neptune's opposition at 22 Pisces. So it's very, very interesting when you start to look at what are the signs and symbols revealing. It's, that's my favorite part. And the next theme is seek love in all its forms. Cupid our inner arrows is seeking embodiment in human form. Again, that Christ consciousness coming onto the planet. Let your inner angel and your body of peace take over. Plant your seeds, grow your gardens, gather your resources. Live alongside the elementals and the dryads of the trees. It's an equilateral partnership experience that as we move into 5D, the fifth dimension, it becomes an equal trilateral agreement between angel, human, and elemental. So for all of those of us who have who work with the angels and the elementals, and we maybe don't see ourselves as equal, it's time to do that because they want to work with us as partners, not above or below, but as equals. New lines of communication are opening up. And the symbol for the new moon and Taurus is a linguist hears a perfect language. And so again, here we are opening up to new lines of communication, new languages of light. And what languages do you speak that are outside the ones that you would find on Duolingo or Rosetta Stone? <laughs> what new lines of communication can you open up and become a part of once again? So these are the themes for this Taurus lunar cycle. I want you to go to my blog post at lunarladies.com to get more in-depth details for this lunar cycle's experience. And I want you to tune into the symbols and really close your eyes and imagine them for they will take you into these new places that you haven't really had the permission to remember that you go to, that you create from, and that you are very powerful within. Thank you for listening to this first part of the New Moon and Taurus podcast. This episode is sponsored by Here Comes the Apocalypse. Man, life certainly seems like it's been turned upside down, hasn't it? It's almost as if the apocalypse were here. The new site, Here Comes the Apocalypse, gives you tools and resources to stay positive during these trying times. It's fun and refreshing and just what we need with this Pluto-Saturn 2020 unraveling, right? So go to www.herecomestheapocalypse.com. The link will be in the show notes and check it out and get the tips and tools to stay positive during these trying times. 
This listener's question comes from a post on Facebook at our Lunar Ladies Lifestyle Club community. Last night, I was jumping through time in my dreams. Either that or I was changing timelines. I'm not sure, but I woke up with a feeling of quote-unquote knowing and a high vibration. Am I shifting timelines or clearing? All I know is it feels good, Shannon, so it must be. Love, R. Thank you so much, R, for such a fabulous post and question about what is happening in your dreams at night. I love to hear about my clients and community's dreams because the moon is a, same, it's a symbolic language of our dreams. I also ask, well, where was the moon in your chart when you had that dream? The moon's placement by sign and house in your chart really helps fine tune what your dream messages are. So this is what I like to teach my Lunar Lady Club members is to write these dreams down and then look to see what sign was the moon in and where it was in your chart at that time. That's helped me so much in my own personal growth development is to understand how my dreams were helping me heal by understanding the language of the moon as it was showing up in my chart with these moments of either healing or learning about myself. So according to Buddhist tradition, this is what I learned from Lama Lakpa. Lama Lakpa says there are three types of dreams. First, from the surface mind then the deeper mind, and then the soul. So those are the dream types, surface mind, dream mind, and the soul. Many of our dreams occur at the surface level where the lower mind is doing a clean out and a clearing at night. The deeper mind dreams are time spent on the astral to learn about yourself, meet up with your soul tribe, and connect with your guides. The soul level dreams offer you healings and messages and possibly prophecy to not only help yourself, but to help others. So I got so excited when I saw your post, R, about the waning third quarter week of Capricorn. In my blog post that uh, that week, the lunar chart said that as I looked through the looking glass that the timelines and past lives were being cleared by planetary helping alignments and degrees. So when I saw your post, I was like, oh my gosh, you are doing exactly what the third quarter Capricorn Lunar Week wants you to do. (laughs) So R, you are right in tune with the melodic meanderings of the moon and the stars. You are most likely learning about time and time jumping from your guides. You are probably clearing timelines so that your awakening self could choose more easily the timeline that your soul wishes to be on moving forward in 2020. I would have you check your houses in your natal chart to correlate what personal message we're coming through for you. And this is where I come in. I can help you do that when you set up a personal one-to-one reading, and I'd be more than happy to do that. So I love your word, your use of the word, quote unquote, knowing. This is an indicator keyword for the sign of Aquarius and the crown chakra. 2020 is turning out to be a pivotal year for the age of Aquarius acceleration. I mean, can everybody can pretty much feel that, right? I love that you woke up with a feeling of knowing and it felt like a higher vibrational energy to you. That to me is a clear sign of what is coming and what a possible future is like for you. Now, 
listeners I know are pretty well from the Facebook Lifestyle Community Group, and she is one of my favorite and main barometers of collective energy. She has this wonderful ability to ask questions at the most perfect and significant times. And I've had the honor of seeing her chart, and I know that she's a very powerful seer and healer with quite a bit of advanced elemental energy too. <laughs> so thank you so much, R, for asking your question and posting that in our Facebook lifestyle community. And you are definitely one of my most favorite frequencies in the Lunar Ladies world. Your timing is perfect for seeing what is available for us to grow into and for what is to come. So thank you again for sharing what's going on with you and for being such an, uh, having an open mind to be curious about what's happening, what's happening in your chart and what's happening in the cosmos. I really appreciate you. So if you would like to send a listener question to be read on a future podcast, send me an email to hello at lunarladies.com with listener question in the subject line. And I will be happy to read your question during a future podcast and give you insights into what your answers are. And I want you all to remember that there are no wrong questions, only your question. And that's good and right for me. So send to me what's on your mind and what the frequency you would like to know. Thank you for joining us this week on WTF, What the Frequency. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Lunar Ladies Club. Visit us at LunarLadies.com to find out more about this new moon in Taurus lunar cycle, plus current cosmic conditions. Make sure you're subscribed to our email list so you will never miss a show. Thanks again for listening and see you in two weeks for the Scorpio Full High Priestess Moon Podcast. <laughs>